The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So let's settle in and do our morning chant. And again, it's I put the link, it's in the document that's in the chat if you want to chant along with us. Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with loving kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, And to all as to myself, I will abide, 
pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. So if you haven't already, taking the time, settle into a comfortable posture, relatively upright, soft and relaxed in body, not expecting perfection, and learning how to hold the body relatively still without getting tight about that. There's a basic premise underlying underlining the Buddhist teachings. And it could be said something like this. If this heart, this life is interested in real healing, peace, the peace of non-attachment, the peace of non-grasping, non-reactivity, then the path of practice is to practice being peaceful with the conditions that are here and now. And in fact, that's actually doable. We can train the heart to be interested in how it's relating right now to the experiences that are being felt and being known. And we can observe simple cause and effect, like am I relating to experience in a way that is conducive for peace? Or am I relating to my experience right now in ways that are conducive to stress and heaviness? And so there's an incentive in every moment to be interested, am I relating in ways that are conducive to stress or in ways that are conducive to release? And how about right now? And even if we don't know how to relate and non-stressful ways, how to relate in ways that are peaceful. We can learn simply by observing cause and effect. And we can begin in the most simple way by observing not just the sensations of the body sitting and the body breathing, but actually more importantly, how the mind is relating to the physicality of the body and the physicality of breathing in and breathing out. Can the mind relate with a real 
sensitivity and interest? And how does that work? Is it conducive for stress or for release? Can the mind relate with kindness? And how does that work? Conducive of stress or release? Can the mind cultivate a real loyalty to the present moment, this continuity of present moment awareness? And how does that work? What does that set in motion? More ease, more peace, or more agitation and frustration? So this is something we can very directly check out for ourselves. The causes for peace, the causes for stress. Really any moment will do, including this one, of course. And it's often best, and you may need to do this many times during the set, just to reestablish this confidence and appreciation and the possibility of being peaceful here and now. Being at ease, being free of being bound up. Once we are clear about that deep loyalty to peace and release, then it's easier to stay attentive in a wise way to the kind of seeds, the kind of tendencies we're reinforcing, seeds we're planting, and how we're relating to experience in the moment. And you can always even ask, Is the way the mind's relating now setting emotion peace or stress? And you may not have perfect clarity, so that just inspires a clear attentiveness, continuity of present moment awareness to clarify what is it that's getting set in motion right now? time, just to be clear, we can't evaluate the skillfulness or unskillfulness of our practice based on whether it's pleasant right now for us or really unpleasant. The way that we, the only way we can evaluate is observing the way the mind is relating to the conditions and sensing, intuiting what that's setting in motion. 
So if we're having a really difficult experience right now, to be curious, how is the mind relating? And what is that setting in motion? Or if we're having a really nice set and a lot of calm and ease in the body, how is the mind relating to that? And what is that setting in motion? In a way, the Buddha might say something like, wise attention, this capacity to be sensitive and clearly aware, tracking the present moment with clear awareness, that this is our best friend, our our most trustworthy friend. And all of our trustworthy external friends, these other people in our lives, they're good friends if they model this wise attention. and inspire us to be present in this way. Wisely discerning if the way I'm relating right now is helpful or not. Because the particular experience I'm experiencing right now, well, that's already here in a way that's already been determined by past causes. So the only thing in play right now is how the mind is going to relate with wisdom and kindness or with ignorance and reactivity. And right there is the point of practice. Noticing how the mind is relating and deepening one's understanding about what is skillful and what is unskillful and being deeply loyal to what we're learning about what's skillful and unskillful. And this is how we cultivate independence in the practice. So let's continue now in silence for the rest of the set.
So again, we're simply discerning the difference between relating to the conditions here and now in our life, in our experience, skillfully or unskillfully, relating, being intimate in ways that lead onward toward a deeper sense of well-being and ease and freedom and ways of relating to experience that are leading onward towards stress and frustration, heaviness of heart. And in that way, learning happens. How's the heart relating to the way it is right now? Is it distracted or clearly aware? Is there kindness or irritation? Curiosity or superficiality? This is the kind of curiosity that leads to learning the deepening of insight.
So remember, we're learning to become independent in our practice. So that means that right now, if the heart, if the mind's interested, right now we can learn directly here the way to be showing up, the way to be here that is skillful, that is conducive of peace and happiness. And we can also learn the way of relating that's not helpful, that is conducive of stress and unhappiness. And that is very empowering. We can't control how the experience is right now because the particular conditions of our body of the moment, that those conditions are arising out of the past. But how we relate right now, we can learn the difference between relating skillfully, showing up with wisdom, and relating unskillfully, showing up with irritation and reactivity and ignorance. So we could say that learning is absolutely possible right now. We learn from our so-called mistakes and our so-called successes. can be understood as simply as the heart is learning how to be present, learning the wise, the skillful way to connect, to be present with experience. And the Buddha says, come and see or check it out right here in our own experience. And the learning can be as simple as noticing the difference between the open space of a mind that isn't clinging to any fixed ideas, fixed beliefs, a mind, a heart that's open instead, and the relative uh, oppressiveness of the mind when it is caught up in fixed views, fixed opinions about this and that, 
we can directly learn about the difference right now. Is the mind in need of any fixed view? Can they be abandoned? And what is that experience? What remains when the mind drops fixed ideas or holds strongly to opinion? What's left? Not even bothering to define one's experience in the moment. And you might notice that more peaceful open space that's here and now, trustworthy. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.